and we are live living the guy life today and things are really starting to get nice up here it's it's like 96 yesterday down here in Mankato and so really getting warm I'm not a big warm guy um I like my cool weather I like my hunting um so it's fine get out on the lake do whatever but for work and stuff like that eh. I could do without it, but as we're getting into the fishing season, been uh, going out on a few lakes up north, started catching them on lindy rigs and leeches um, for walleyes, super fun to get back out, fun to get after it again because it's been a long time, so that has been a blast, and then today's episode is brought to you by Chase Powell Outfitters. Come check us out. Come get on a hunt with us this year. Going to be a blast. Super excited. And uh, can't wait to meet some of you guys. So shoot me a call. Shoot me a text. Whatever it is. My Instagram has my number. And you can just DM me if you want to. Um, whatever works out for you. They're also sponsored by Bourbon Media. I'm going to give them a minute here. If you're a small business owner in the outdoor industry, we get it. The words digital marketing can be intimidating. You're a grunt work, wet it out, bust your chops kind of person who's addicted to progress and put all of your time and energy into operating your business. We at Bourbon Media can help you push it even further. We're digital marketing experts. I'm talking web development, content creation, social media management, SEO, paid advertising, the whole nine yards. And as fellow outdoorsmen, we know the industry. Keep your business up to date and expand your reach with digital marketing that is directed at your core market. We are Bourbon Media. Cheers to progression. All right, and that wraps things up for Bourbon Media. Um, but we also are brought to you by Pacific Calls. And they are over out in Washington. Um, me and Trevor are working along, trying to come up with uh, a cool partnership. And I think I'm super excited for you guys to see what we have to offer. And some upcoming things with their calls. Because they just have some badass calls, man, like that. That is sweet stuff. And I'm super excited to be ripping in the field. Um, just really can't complain, man. Like, you're looking for a high quality call and uh you want to get after it go check out pacific calls because it is going to be a year they just got a new warehouse they're going to be running gunning even harder and uh super fun to uh get to know those guys they will also be down at squad Fest. so if you're down at squad Fest, make sure to go check them out um Trevor's a stand-up guy uh and he is willing to chat with anyone so don't be afraid to walk up to him. And as we start to wrap things up here, um, we have Alvin Bjornsson on. He is from North Dakota, is a farmer on North Dakota, but also is a guy. He is a, one of the newest members over at Cadillac Creek down in Texas. And he is going to be running and gunning hard with them this year. Does work with Dirty Bird. And uh, then does farming in his uh, other other time when he's not guiding. And so, super fun to talk to Calvin. Um, 
super fun to hear some of the stories up in North Dakota and what goes on as a farmer. And uh, I think you guys will enjoy this. So make sure to go give this podcast a rate, give it a review. Always want to hear what you guys have to say, as well as make sure to check out our Instagram and Facebook page because there will be a lot of fun stuff going on. So enjoy. And we are live living the guide life today. We have Calvin Jorensen on. Um, he's a guide starting this year over at Cadillac Creek Outfitters down in Texas. And then yes, also sir. does some guide work over at Dirty Bird. So, Calvin, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. You said you were uh, just got done planting Tuesday? Yep. We just got done planting for the year. So, pretty good feeling. I ran three days straight. Didn't take a break and uh, got it all wrapped up. We actually just got like two inches of rain last night, so oh, fair enough. Yeah, we couldn't, got... couldn't be better. We're sitting pretty damn good right now. Yeah, we got quite a bit of rain earlier today and last night as well over here in Minnesota. Yeah, we've been super super dry here. Like we've been in a drought like yeah. all winter. Can't get any snow. Like it was, it's been a really weird year. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the same way with us. I mean, oh shit, dude. We didn't have we had snow in October. October. Yeah, like yeah, 10 same inches. here. That that was the only moisture we got all fall. Yeah. And then we didn't have fucking snow until like December twenty sixth. Yeah. Yep. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, very strange compared to years previous. Yeah, no kidding. You've been doing any uh like do you do any turkey hunting or anything in the spring? Man, I could give two shits less <laughs> about a turkey. <laughs> if I'm not hunting snow geese, I don't want a part of it. Yeah, oh absolutely. Were you doing uh, snow that's, hunting? That's my main thing. Yeah, I yeah. I love hunting snow geese. Yeah. So, so where were you? Yeah, no, I doing that. Pretty much just farming when I'm home now. I I mean I hunt in the fall, you know, around here, but okay, yeah. How many acres do you guys run out there? I farm about six, five hundred, seven thousand acres. Oh wow! That's so quite a bit. yeah, pretty... can't complain about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we. One definitely growing over the last couple of years. Like me, my dad, and my brother, we all farm together. Okay, I got you. So then Grandpa used to work with us, but he's eighty-five now, and yeah, just about retired. Yeah, oh, absolutely. About, about time for him, I can imagine. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we were talking at uh, about Dirty Bird and your guys' land. Got a lodge coming up. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're building the lodge this summer and. We're going to kind of team up and run hunts around here. That'd so, be super I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I we we have a bunch of property and neighbors, stuff like that, you know, so. Yeah. Know that I don't know. Well. It's, the opportunity is there, so we're going to take it. Yeah, no kidding. Especially with being North Dakota native. I mean, you know yeah, that area. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that'll. Well. Right. It'll, it'll help out a lot. Yeah. Compared to, like, some of the other guides that maybe are traveling outside of the state or whatnot. Right. Right. Yeah. Like when I go down to Texas, I mean, I, over the years, I've met a lot of people, know a lot of farmers now, but yeah, when you, when you go anywhere for the first time or just a freelance trip, you know, it's, it's tough to get on land or it yeah. can be. Oh yeah, exactly. How do you guys deal with the uh, hunters and like out of state hunters in the fall? With the, like, Man, no honestly, like and... there'll be, <laughs> it seems like there's a couple weekends in like October where it's like 
holy fuck like there's people everywhere yeah like you wake up like we start early in the mornings and there's a couple of waterfall production areas around our farm yeah and every morning you'll hear shooting oh i can imagine so i mean there there's a lot of people but there's a lot of birds too like yeah i mean i like if i'm not hunting i let other people hunt like yeah i don't that's just that's, i feel like that's how it should be you know yeah oh absolutely yeah like so so the rules are like you can hunt anything that's not posted but there's like certain regulations to that oh uh, correct yeah if there's no posted signs around the field you can hunt it without getting permission yeah I think but if there's both signs, then you would have to call the farmer or landowner, figure out, you know, who you have to ask. Yeah. And then do you, do you have to ask to drive into the field as well? Can you drive in there even if it's not Technically, posted? by the book, I mean, you can drive anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, I was wondering. It, man, it's, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I've hunted a lot of states, and, like, if you don't have the right permission, like, you're going to get your ass chewed. Oh, yeah. And up here it's just like oh there's someone driving across that field like whatever <laughs> yeah and you're saying like october fills up a lot I mean, yeah man that's... like it like the first opening week of non-res duck season it is it's crazy yeah oh, I can... like every single duck in the state is getting shot at yeah no doubt oh and then like for us like from minnesota i mean we have like in the in high school, you have MEA, which is like that yeah, right. second, oh yeah, third yeah. weekend. No, I, I'd always take a break when I was in high school. Me yeah. and a couple of buddies, we'd go up to rugby and hunt. Yeah, and man, I thought it was bad for people around here. Up there is something else. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it just seems like people from like the cities and stuff like that, like their grandma and grandpa or their grandpa would come out there and hunt. Yeah, and then as generations would go, they would keep going to rugby or you know a certain area. Yeah. Oh, exactly. so I don't, there's there's definitely a lot of people that hunt non-resident here. The whole state, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So you just got to be able to find a spot to sneak back, like we were talking about. Yeah, and if you can exactly. get away from them, it's so worth it. Man, like, it, it yeah. Last fall, I hunted. We we only planted about half of our acres last year because we were so wet in spring. Oh yeah. I I had a ton of time to go hunt shit. I went I went places I'd never even thought about going waterfall hunting. <laughs> Yeah. Man, I didn't see a single soul, and we absolutely mashed birds. Like it was, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, did you get any no goose hunting this spring up in North Dakota? Uh I went a couple times. It was pretty shitty this year. Yeah, I don't like usually like later in the year those birds kind of separate out. You'll get some smaller pockets with some younger birds in them. But yeah, I don't, this this year you just didn't see that. Uh, I, last year too, but I don't know. It seems like it's always with the weather, but yeah, I really don't. I'm a reason to it. It was just shitty this year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I that's like I heard it was shitty or it was good in some areas. Like, yeah, kind of back and forth on the entire. Season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hunted like 40 days down in Arkansas this year. Yeah, and then I I came home, went to South Dakota for a couple of days. It was shit down there too. So <laughs> I pretty much. Threw in the towel and said, "I'm gonna start farming." <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. How was Arkansas? It was wild, man. Like I had never seen anything like it. Like we had that snow on the ground for ten days or so. Yeah. And I had never seen snow that stupid in my entire life. Yeah. 
like you drive by them on the road, they'd be five feet off the gravel or right off the pavement, <laughs> and they just look at you like, "Please don't shoot me." <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it snows like all the way down to the coast. Like they had, they, they had nowhere else to go. Like they were just stuck where they were at. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like yeah. When I left when I left Texas last year in early February. Like yep. that was right when Texas was like starting to freeze over. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, man, that got nasty there. Like I talked to a couple of my buddies and I like they had water lines breaking their houses and shit. Like yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Was, I think we didn't have water at our lodge for like two or three days because everything was frozen. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. But the haunt was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, because I talked to Trevor so, Bennett about it and he was telling me that it was just oh yeah. Rowdy. Fuck. Yeah, we, we worked together two years down there now. I think we'll be we'll both be going back. So looking okay. forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that you got Texas on your list with Cadillac Creek. How'd you get how'd you get teamed up with them? Um, so Cole Townsend, the guy that I've worked for down hmm. in Texas, Texas the last few years, he is buddies with Toby or whatever. And okay. He asked Cole if if we would want to come work for him, we both said hell yeah. So yeah, that's that. Absolutely. And who are you guys? So, who are you guys working with down there before? We worked for Goose Reapers. Okay. Okay. So where are they? They're in uh, Rocky, Oklahoma. Is where their main camp is. Rocky, Oklahoma. Okay. Yep. Okay. Kind of like Southwest. Okay. How far is that from Amarillo? Oh, uh, probably like three hours. Oh, okay. So it's basically like straight, straight east of Amarillo. Yeah, I'm trying. To, yeah, I'm trying to visualize it. So yeah, if you just go yeah. Through. Okay. Yeah. I know, I've I've never hunted in Oklahoma, but I went over there and we were gonna hunt there this year, but ended up not. We went back to Texas. So okay. That's where you guys. Yeah, we most of your we hunts? thought we were gonna be. We thought we were gonna be fucked this year in Texas because there was no water. Yeah. But. Yeah. We ended up finding a couple little groups of like cattle pond birds and made it work. But two years ago, my first year there was unbelievable. Like there was water everywhere. There was, we didn't hunt the same group of birds more than once a week. Yeah. We were able to hunt new birds every day. So, I mean, you were almost need a killer hunt, you know, as long as you didn't fuck up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And what what I was talking to Toby about as well. He was saying that, like, usually they'll get a reverse migration towards the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that they opened it up to, like, middle of February, like, that'll be crazy. Yeah. Like, all the birds that go down to Lubbock, like, they'll be coming back north, and, like, they won't know that area, so they're going to be new birds, you know? hmm So. That's what yeah, I, I don't, I'm looking forward to it. I guess I'll be in Arkansas February 1st or, you know, a couple of days before that, so I won't get to experience that, but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd rather have uh, 14, 20 shells in my gun than, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Observation I've, season is the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wild time. Like, yeah, right now, it's, that is my by far favorite favorite thing. Big span right away in the morning and shoot a bunch out of it. That's better than shooting 10, 20 pack. You know? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, I've never... I definitely want to get arkansas on my bucket list and like yeah that seems like such a sweet spot to hunt snows dude it is but it's like a war zone down there like this year i wrecked my ankles trailer like the axles almost broke off 
Uh, mm. My four-wheeler trailer got T-boned by another vehicle. Mm. Uh, you name it, it happened to me this year. <laughs> like, it was it was brutal. It fucking took the life out of me, that's for sure. That is tough. Yeah, because I've heard, yeah. like, it just got, I mean, with social media and everything now, fucking everybody fucking, goes down there. There's so many people that hunt down there, like, it's not comparable to anywhere else. Like, yeah. every field, every, anywhere you find geese, it is almost leased every time. Yeah. Yeah. Can you even like, ask for permission now? Like, we hunt a new feed, new field every day. We hunt four groups a day. So, we need four fields every night, you know? So, yeah. It can be a grind. But we also have, like, 14 trucks on the road every night. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, we run three groups, or I guess four groups. We have one lodge uh, west of us and then one to the east. But we run three groups out of one, and then one is a private lodge with just one group. Okay, I got you. So when you, so, like, you guys have 14 trucks out there, and you're saying everything's leased, like, how do you get I mean, permission? Like, over, the years, like that? over the years, we've had, you know, kind of the same guys come back, or at least a few of the same guys. And, yeah. You know, we try to keep the connections that we have going and just try to get more, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you can't, but, can't just run out there and ask for permission. I I mean, you'll get lucky and find a field that's like, yeah, man, I don't give a shit. Go kill every single one of them. But then you'll get some where you have to pay money and yeah. where it's like, yeah, I just take my grandkid out. Like, all right, no problem. Yeah. How much do so, they charge a field? Um, I guess I've paid anywhere from... 20 bucks a person to like 300 just for the field like no matter how many people oh wow so i mean 300 bucks not bad that, yeah that saves your ass if you don't have a field you know oh yeah 100%. so are you guys so then are you hopping on the road after you're done scouting stuff then too or do you just have uh, like after a morning hunt yeah uh well i usually this was my first year guiding my first few years i was just a hand yeah so this year I, you know, I stayed in the field till I called the hunt and then called my two guys back. We picked up and went and got lunch or whatever. And then you go scout all afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. So, but usually I would have my two guys scout the morning and I would just hunt. Oh, I got you. So we'd, you know, get up at two, three o'clock, go set up decoys. Clients would come to the field, hunt till 10, 11 o'clock, you know, and yeah. pick up. Yeah. What so, too uh wasn't too muddy down there, was it this year? Or how'd that honestly out? this year, like super early, like the first probably ten days of the season, you could have drove a truck right on the field. That's what it I was heard. the driest I'd ever seen it there. Yeah. But then it snowed two feet <laughs> and it rained and dude, it was like every field was a lake down there. It was so fucked. Oh geez, yeah. I can imagine. Just water. I have a Can Am four wheeler with tracks on it, and if I didn't have that. I don't know what you do. Yeah. Holy like, God. it's unbelievable. I just took, I have a 7 by 14 utility trailer. Yeah. And I just attach my four-wheeler and haul all my decoys out one trip. And oh, yeah. Works pretty good. Yeah, can't complain about that. Those tracks yeah. are actually, like, badass, though. Yeah, dude. I, it makes a world of difference down there, too. Like, if you, did, if you had tires, I mean, you could still go everywhere, but you're going to make ruts. Yeah. That's that's the thing with the farmers too. Like the farmers don't like the rut. Yeah, for sure. Like you can go down and... there though. Like it seems like every field is just rutted the fuck. Like it's oh, yeah. just wet all the time. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, they have all those 
rice fields and shit that are always yeah. like rice fields are nasty. Like yeah. we hunted one this year, like your boots weighed thirty pounds each. Jeez. Like it, it was brutal. We set up like five hundred full bodies on an edge. It was it was miserable. <laughs> yeah, what's like would that be your worst hunt you had this year? That is uh, like that you just did not want to be a part of. Definitely. Like we had a couple really good spins though, but yeah. Man, like I was ready to fucking lay down in the ditch and just stay there after that hunt. Like it was it was the most terrible thing. Oh my god. Yeah. I can imagine. And like with when you when you don't even want to get off the four wheeler and unload the decoys and get out of the field, that's when you know it was tough. Yeah. Oh I can imagine. I wanted Yeah. Most days are pretty good down there though. I actually one day Trevor went and hunted this field that was it was we call it gumbo mud. Yeah. And there was about two feet of mud built up underneath the sleds. And Jeez. you couldn't even lift the sled off the ground. Oh my god. It, it was terrible. Like I hooked onto one of the sleds in my four wheeler and couldn't move it. Like I spun out four wheel drive. <laughs> and the sled was empty. Oh my god. Yeah, so we were out there with shovels and shit, like digging the mud off stuff. It, dude, it was bad, bad. Jeez. That was by far the worst day. Yeah, by far. He blew the belt on his four wheeler trying to get his shit out of the field. Mm. So, and then I had to drive two hours to help him drive back to the lodge. And that, it, it was a day. Oh my god. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Just another day. <laughs> Just another day. The guideline. <laughs> Pretty much. No, I wake up down there not knowing what's going to happen every day. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. It never fails. Somehow, I, I mean, when you have all that mud, I mean, everything that goes into it, something's bound to fucking yeah. snap. Yeah, dude. And then when it was cold down there with all the snow, like, we didn't think to ever, like, wash the tracks off, nothing like that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So the first night it got cold, like everything was frozen solid. Like none of our four wheeler tracks would work. Like it was bad. Oh my God. So we went to the auto parts store or whatever, like hardware, and we yeah. all bought handheld propane torches. And every morning we'd get to the field and have to heat up all the tracks, like heat up all sorts of shit. It was, dude, it added two hours onto every day. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, what time? Yeah. yeah, you guys are waking up at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And oh yeah, like yeah. If you slept till two thirty, three o'clock, like you weren't going very far, it felt pretty good. Yeah, okay. but most yeah. days you were up at two or before that. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. So, dude. How how yeah. is the difference between like being a hand and now guiding first year? Um, it's a lot more stressful. That's yeah. for damn sure lot more stressful i don't i mean it's good my guys were really good this year my my two helpers rob and parker they okay. were kick ass yeah so i don't know you just gotta work like a team when you guys when when the three of us like don't get along shit like that shit don't go very well mm. but when we all wake up in the morning and you know good mood shit like that like good worth ethic it'll be a good day but yeah when uh when you got one guy that's slacking and two that are doing all the work it doesn't go well. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So, most days it goes good, though. Yeah, that's good, man. You guys, yeah. uh, like when you're being a hand, you're just out there scouting and then help pick up. Yeah. Shit. 
Yeah, mostly just scouting, uh, picking up decoys, setting decoys, stuff like that, helping me out, charging batteries. Yeah. Would you ever hunt when you're a hand or not really? Uh, yeah, I, I hunted quite a bit when I was a hand, actually, but I don't, it just depends on, like, fields and stuff like that, if we're sitting good on permission or pretty much just that. Like, if we have somewhere to hunt the next morning, I'll let the boys hunt, but if yeah. not, you better go get a field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That seems like a good deal, then. Like, yeah. To be able to get out there. Can't complain about that. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, no, that's that's sweet. And then, uh, with North Dakota, are you going to be hunting in North Dakota this fall, then, as well? Probably. Yeah, I, I'll i probably do a lot of buddy hunting. Yeah. Uh, with the whole, like, dirty bird thing, I'll probably, like, when they're running hard, I'll have to work. Yeah. I'll be farming, you know, harvesting. Yeah. So, that kind of sucks, but. I don't know. Part of me wants to farm. Part of me wants to hunt. So yeah, I get a little, I get a little bit of both in the winter time, or I get a lot of hunting in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. Do you see yourself more being like in the farm industry, or do you see yourself more going into the guiding? Man, honestly, probably the farming. Like, yeah, the guiding is fun and all, but farming, it's it's where the money's at for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely make a better living off it, but. I don't know. We'll see with the whole guiding thing. I think it could it could be pretty successful around here. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. I mean, North Dakota is unbelievable. And yeah, the sure. nice thing is too, like they have to get a like it's harder to get a license to guide. Dakota. Yeah, dude, for sure, no doubt. Like it keeps a lot of uh, non-resident just like underneath the table guys out of here for sure. Yeah, but then you don't run into guys just like gonna do it for one year run through yeah. there and like exactly yeah piss a bunch of farmers off shit yeah. like that like yeah dude that kind of stuff sucks like just going on a freelance trip like anywhere and you run into an area where it's the farmers are like fuck waterfall hunting like yeah. get out of my driveway like i fucked over by somebody before like it just it really sucks and i don't know i i hate to see it you know yeah oh yeah i had a I had some guy, I guess, fucking was mad at me. We were hunting up in North Dakota. Yeah. Locked down this field or whatever. It was our last day hunting. And uh, locked down this field, go hunt it. And then I didn't realize until I get back to my house in Minnesota that somebody shot the shit out of my tailgate. No uh, way. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, I... I like we hunted that field and I get back, we're unloading the trailer and I look at the back of the truck. I'm like, what the fuck? And oh, like fuck. it just completely just unreal. Yeah. Dude, that I've seen that a lot actually. Like people that get pissed off about somebody else hunting their birds or you know, like if you find them, yeah, whatever. But if you don't hunt them right away, that's your own fault. Like yeah, you you gotta hunt your birds if you find them. Like somebody's gonna if you don't. Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah, in North Dakota, a hundred percent true. Because fucking if there's no post sign on it, people are gonna go run out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to like hold on to your birds, in Minnesota. If you're yeah. like really tight with a farmer, like from like our example, I mean, if we are really tight with a farmer, they we have first dibs or whatnot. Right. Like in North Dakota, dude fucking do whatever you want yeah 
Yeah, I got a buddy. He's got a cabin out by McCluskey. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. you got to drive across the field to get to it. Like, there's not even a road that goes to it. <laughs> and it, it, that area is some of the craziest hunting. It, we hunted a bunch out there last year, and we shot the shit out of the mallards. Like, it, yeah. it was it was a good time. But we hunted a couple fields that, that weren't posted. And, you know, we we tried to go to the field an hour before, like, you know, the other guys would, you know. Yeah. yeah. And we, you know, every once in a while we get beat to the field and not have a second option. It's like, well, I guess that's hunt, you know, but yeah. it just sucks when people are, you know, they see that and then they want to fight each other and oh, yeah. set up a way from each other and just fuck around. But yeah. yeah, it really sucks to see shit like that. Oh, yeah. Big time. But dude, the amount of people that want to fight, like even in Minnesota. Yeah, dude, that's what I don't get. Like nine times out of 10, they just want to fight not hunt together like yeah we're, we're out here doing the same thing like, i see it all the time hunting in north dakota like people from fargo or whatever people that i don't know i'm just like well it's just being a couple buddies like why don't we hunt together and they're just like no yeah i'm like i guess i'll just leave that <laughs> <laughs> that's the same with minnesota dude like i mean you'll on occasion have people with the same permission or whatnot yeah and it's either like yeah like, nine times out of ten people are like fuck you like yeah exactly it's not okay you want to hunt together no it's get the fuck out of my field yeah like for me so. i'm like i don't get it. like if you guys want to hunt together yeah hell yeah like, i'm always wanting to hunt with new people like yeah I, that's my favorite thing ever is meeting new people and just getting to know everybody yeah like i like if we can fucking plan it out or like we have everything that we can do to hunt everybody then 100 yeah but like fucking last year dude we're hunting an early goose opener and yeah. we set everything up set both fire frames up we had eight guys and a truck comes along right down to the pond dude has no decoys at all and is like <laughs> he's like yeah uh me and my boy are gonna hunt here and his boy's probably like fucking 26 or something and yeah I'm like dude i'd love to let you hunt out here if you would have came like because he came like five minutes before shooting and yeah. i'm like i'm like dude like if you would have came out here earlier like you could have made something happen but like i just don't have a fucking room like i'm sorry like i would right and uh he's like, Fuck you guys everybody's doing everything and i'm like all right dude like <laughs> whatever <Jeez. laughs> yeah. yeah we actually when i was on that trip up there in mccluskey we ran into we were gonna hunt this bean field had like probably five thousand dollars on it yeah sick edge hard, like gonna be a good little hunt yeah get out to the field in the morning there's these two guys from the cities and they got like a floater a dozen floaters in this bean field and they were gonna just lay out in the field no cover whatsoever Jesus. like no layout blind just lay there in camo i'm like just come with us i got layout blinds for you guys like we're gonna shoot some birds yeah and we shot it was like an eight man of mallard and a black duck and oh, like geez. 20 god damn yeah it was it was a wicked hunt they were they were just ecstatic about it that, that was the best thing about that whole trip just seeing that oh i can imagine were they from like over in north dakota no they were uh i want to say like monticello probably okay so over yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah i know that. Yeah. yeah i mean they were right spot of the field and all that but they were gonna lay in the bean stubble with no blind <laughs> nothing i'm like well you're definitely not gonna shoot your guns yeah it's a bold statement fucking uh yeah that. like yeah for sure 
No, yeah, it's it's that's like the fun part about hunting too. Is like you can meet up with people that like don't know what they're doing, and then like you can bring yeah, them sure. on like a good yeah. hunt because like well, even like meeting people that know their shit, like <laughs> oh, yeah. you can always learn. Yeah, I always learn from hunting with someone else, even 100%. if they don't know much or whatever. You know, like you always learn shit off other people. There's always like the mindset of like opening it up to like the other side of the story. Like if you knew something, sure. like they might be like, okay, this is why I do it. And then you're like, oh, yeah. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, like, no doubt. That's the biggest thing for me is like trying to figure out yeah. what everyone else is doing. And this is why for I sure. started doing this, just hear about different people's stories. Like that. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've listened to quite a few of your podcasts with Trev and uh, yeah. a couple other guys. Yeah, it's pretty fun. good. Yeah, can't oh, yeah. hear different people's uh, stories from all around the country. and For sure. Kind of... So did you go and hunt with some outfitters this spring? I think I saw on your Instagram you were all over the place. Yeah, so I was over it with um, Northern Skies Outfitters for a little bit. Okay. And then I was over with Get East uh, guys for a little bit. Hell yeah. And so we did some spring snow goose hunt. I was out with the Northern Sky guys, uh, Corey Loper. DRC invited me out there because okay. he was hanging out there with them. So went out there. It was pretty tough. But then the last day was actually pretty good. I mean, the juvies worked well. About like 57 yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I can't complain. Uh, no, not at all. And then, yeah. uh, but went with the good East guys. And I mean, we beat the shit out of them for that. Like, Hell yeah. Have, yeah, Court Offer, he makes a hell of a short drop. I freaking, I love oh that God. call. That, I think that's by far the best lesser call on the market. Yeah. Dude. He no is, doubt. He is a G. Like, he is yeah, one of the sure. coolest guys. And Dude, his Instagram stories are, they crack me up. Like, he is always up to no good. Like, every day it's something. The best was when he tried to cook that turkey gizzard thing or whatever it was. Oh my, you couldn't pay me enough to try that. Uh-uh. No, dude, because he just does, like, quirky <laughs> shit like that, and it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. He's like, it's pretty cool, though, the stuff that he does, like, all the gardening and shit. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he does, like, a lot of shit. I think he just, he just tell me he has, like, a half a mile worth of, like, drip tape for his garden. Oh, really? Or a mile of drip tape or something. Something like that. And it was like, really? it was quite a ways. And I was like, fair enough. Yeah. But even like a couple of days ago, he was like getting some poison ivy, like fucking trees to go cook. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he's always out in the woods doing something, no doubt. I'm like, how the hell are you going to cook up poison ivy? Like, that makes, that makes no sense. Yeah. But I, in my entire life, I have never seen anything like that. Him trying to cook that turkey. Oh my thing. God, yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. Then, yeah, no, he's got, he's got some cool stories. Like, he's got some cool projects coming up. Like, yeah. for DRC, um, that's going to, like, drop over the summer and stuff. But, Fuck yeah. It's gonna be yeah, like, that's awesome. It's going to be some cool stuff for him. I mean, well, he's got, like, some internships going on as well. I know. Uh, oh, really? He's looking for like two guys over the summer, um, willing to come work for him and build some of those projects and some of the stuff like that. Some of the guys looking to get into the outdoor industry and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Learn. Yeah. 
him do like website design, like a bunch okay. of social media marketing. Yeah. Well, he, I'm pretty sure he designed the, the white sitcom bin, right? Or like all the white sitcom, right? Yeah. They, they were like, uh, they were very intrigued by his story on like how he reuses like everything. Yeah. Does all this kind of like farm or like gardening and like living off the land. And so like they wanted yep. him a part of it. And so, yeah, that was, that was a big deal um, that he was a yeah. part of. And then. That's yeah, awesome. No, it, it was really cool. And then he did like the whole, um, uh, like tour for the bibs where he went down to Falco and Cadillac. Right. And that was sick. The guy. Yeah, he met all those people. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so that's it. Badass. That's a cool trip. I mean, fuck, I, I'm so hot, dude. I'm so <laughs> fucking sweatshirt. I'm sweating all the But, yeah, no, that, yeah, that was a cool trip to watch. And then, yeah, I don't know. It was just, that was, that was pretty sweet to see what they're doing around there. And then went down there and saw what the bids looked like when I went down there to Amarillo. Um, they're bad. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I bought a pair of the white, the white bibs. I didn't buy the coat or anything, but I've always worn Grundens when I'm snowy hunting. Yeah, and those Sitka bibs are badass. Like yeah. the Grundens, they just feel so like bulky and like shitty. Like yeah, you just feel like you, you look like an idiot out there with them on. But the Sitka ones, like they actually like fit your legs. Yeah, yeah. So That's I don't know. I've never really had them in like Arkansas mud yet, but yeah, I wore them. I wore them up here in the Dakotas, and they're pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking to pick up some. I was like, I don't, I don't snow goose hunt enough though. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not snow goose hunting. Maybe this year if I got some trips, I gotta go take and maybe go pick some up. But for I, sure, like, so it's uh, like how much were they? Oh, uh, I think they were they're pretty close to three hundred. I'm pretty sure. Okay, was that? Yep. I I don't think you can get them on the the guide fitter or guide form or whatever yet. Yeah. Can you not get them discounted? No, I don't think so. I bought them at Heels in Fargo. I I couldn't find them on my on my account on Sitka, so Yeah. Huh. Maybe they're out of stock or I don't know. I was at Heels one day and I bought a gun and a bunch of other shit. I'm like, <laughs> I need these. What gun do you pick up? Uh Beretta four hundred. How do you like that? Dude, I absolutely love those guns. I bought one down in Arkansas. I bought that one in Fargo and yeah. they are badass. Yeah, like yeah. I've got I've got three Benelli's as well, SB three and a M one and a Montefeltro, hmm. and I will say the Berettas are hands down the best shotgun. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love Berettas. I have a few Berettas, and then my main waterfall is my M two. Um, okay, but I'm kind of the thing is my grandpa gave me a bunch of guns, but they're all right handed, and I'm left handed. Oh, same here, dude. I, dude, I cannot shoot a left hand or a right handed gun to save my life. Yeah, like the shells going across my face, <laughs> they just they fuck me up. Like, oh my god, I'm like, I can't do it. I have all these right handed guns that I don't shoot because I'm like so yeah. weird to not yep. not have that way. But then, sure. like my M2, it's left handed, so that that's kind of why I shoot it all the time. And, yeah makes it easier but yeah no doubt yeah i feel your pain there seems like almost all my buddies are right-handed and i go to shoot one of their guns i'm like i don't want to shoot your gun ever again (laughs) yeah 
that. That I'm like, God damn it, why is it so hard to find a fucking lefty gun? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know why, why is that even a thing? Like, is there really that many people that are right handed? Like there's no way. Like, you literally can't go anywhere and find a left handed gun. No, nowhere. Like, I found that one at Max and stuck our in Arkansas. And I'm like, this is the first left-handed Beretta I've ever seen in my life. I am buying it right now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Like, I've always... I don't know. It's weird. I That is one thing I don't understand. Like, why are left-handed guns not a thing? Yeah. But, I mean, you see it in the golf industry, too. Like, for, like, golf clubs, left-handed yeah, golf clubs. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. Can't, can't find them worth a damn. What? Like, why is that? Are golfers just only right-handed? Yeah. <laughs> Like it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't make sense. Because you yeah. think like at you'd think at least they'd make like let's say they make four guns, at least one of them is gonna be left hand. Right? Like I don't know. It's weird. Like I don't know. I've never I've always looked super hard. I because when I I bought an AR that's right handed and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna go search around for a left handed AR. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be impossible. But, yeah, like I don't know. I've never. It's so hard to find left-handed rifles, though. Too. I, rifles yeah, are that is like one that you you won't even see them like anywhere. Like yeah. you probably have to custom order a gun if you yeah. want a left-handed a rifle. Yeah, because I mean you can find them for shotguns, but then for rifles, yeah, you have to custom order. Yeah, There's no, no way around it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know. Gun throw is a fun topic. So you thinking. I'm trying to buy a new gun. So you think Beretta would be a power move? Yeah, man. I would go with Beretta A400 Extreme Plus. Yeah. That's yeah. Been... They come with the bigger charging handle, the bigger button or whatever. Like, okay. I don't know. For a snow goose gun, they're the way to go. For yeah. anything that you want to shoot every time you pull the trigger, I'd buy one. Yeah. How much do they run? Uh, they're like 1600 brand new. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... So, that's not a, bad. That's a, yeah. That's about what every other semi-automatic shotgun is. Yeah, every quality shotgun. <laughs> yeah, is. exactly. If I'm gonna go buy a gun, I don't want to half-ass fucking only spend eight hundred bucks. Yeah, no shit. Like, yeah, that is one thing you want to buy that is good—a gun and shells. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is, dude. When I'm guiding and people show up with like crash bags full of shotgun shells, I'm like, well, we're not gonna shoot anything because who knows what you're even <laughs> shooting. <laughs> Yeah. I dude, I see that all the time. Like clients from like Louisiana or like way down south, like just old guys, you know? Yeah. Like they'll just show up with like pump shotguns and less like garbage shells. I'm like, well, we're gonna have a good time. I can't guarantee you bird, but Yeah. Dude, what do you uh what's like the craziest thing you've seen in the field while guiding? Like what's something that somebody's brought you're just like, what the hell? And I don't know. I really don't know, honestly. Yeah. Cause it, it it seems like every day there's something though. Like anytime I hunt out of like A frames or something like that, like there's always a couple guys that, like don't want to sit on buckets. So I'm like, I don't have anything but a bucket, dude. Like you're yeah. gonna have to sit on a bucket. <laughs> well, Trevor was telling me there was a dude that was like, oh, like this motherfucker was big, and he broke the bucket and broke another one or something oh my god dude i got a phone call from him right after that happened we were both in the field 
he was so mad about it. I just fired up. I was laugh my ass off for the longest time. After about day 10, me and him are calling each other every day after the hunt. Just like, yeah, man, another day. We got 20 left. Better enjoy it. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, it seems like we a- have fun. Like it, the days when it sucks, it fucking sucks. But yeah. the good days, that they make the shitty ones a lot better. Yeah, I can imagine. You get any warm days down there in Arkansas when you're down there? Um, usually towards the end of the month, or like we hunt in the first week of March as well down there. Okay. And usually that it's like 60, 70 degrees out then. Okay. Well, that's, that's a- yeah, that, but usually like mid February, it rains like every day. Mm. Like in the rain, it sucks. Yeah, I can imagine. What kind of gear? So, what kind of gear are you wearing to like keep? Um, like, what's your favorite would, piece? To wear yes, raining like that. Nothing really special. I I really like the lacrosse boots though. I used to be a big muck boot guy, but the lacrosse definitely the way to go. Dude, that's that's my same opinion too. Like muck boots. They're sweet and they're comfortable and all, but like, dude, they're forceful. Like in my opinion, yeah, dude. Like, like after a week wearing them, like your heels are literally gonna be raw. Like, yeah, they they tear your feet apart. But I don't know those lacrosse boots. They're like they're meant for doing what I do, I guess. Yeah, and muck like, boots. Like if you're gonna be standing there all day. Yeah, they're gonna keep you warm, but you're gonna be walking a long ways. They're gonna tear your feet up. Yeah. And they're, they rip so fucking easy. Yeah. At least in my sure. Like, anytime anything would touch them, they would just. No doubt. Tear apart. Or, like, the soles on them. My soles are all ripped. Yeah. But I will say, for, like, on a dry field, I wear uh, Kenetrek boots, lace up boots. Yeah. So they're kind of like big game hunt boots, but I don't know. I really like them. Yeah, I usually wear, like, when it gets later in the season, I usually like to wear, like, the Red Wings, like, Elk. Uh, okay, yeah. I forget what the name is. Like, Elk something. But, I mean, just, like, regular winter boot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan of wearing, like, the, uh, like, lacrosse-style muck boots in the winter. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You'll definitely not. Like, if I don't have to get wet, I'm wearing boots. Like, yeah. lace-up boots. Yeah. That's a No doubt. If I'm hunting a dry field, like, only going to be in a dry field, I'm either wearing, like, shoes, cowboy boots, or yep. a lace-up boot. Yeah. That's the same with me. I just don't. Yeah, I just can't stand wearing, like, anything else than that. Yeah. This is just too easy. Like, and uh, cowboy boots. Yeah. Ditka layout bibs. Those are. By far the best thing ever made. Yeah. I got the hut bibs. I could wear those every day of my life if the weather was good for it. Yeah. I I I picked up the huts bibs last year and they're badass too. Yeah, those are nice too. They're nice because you can wear them really anytime. Yeah, for sure. I've never tried out the layout bibs, so I don't know, but I mean mm-hmm. they look like a sweet piece of gear as well. Yeah. No doubt. I really like the Dakota pants as well. Like, just for, like, an everyday, like, hunting pants, guided yeah. pants. Like, big ass. Yeah. Oh, 100%. The, the Dakota hoodie, too, is such a 
versatile for me like such a versatile piece of gear yeah yeah you can wear it if it's 20 degrees or 60 degrees you know yeah and like you just throw it over like what's your best yeah whatever you out. So make sure wear it nice out whatever i mean it works out yeah. no doubt like it's just great I mean, Sitka does make great gear. That just the problem is, they're fucking zippers on their. Bits. Yeah, that that is one thing I don't understand. Like, how can they have like their equipment or their gear is badass? Like, yeah, there's no they, question. It, about. I think it, it's by far the best shit out there. Like yeah. the zippers, yeah, they break. But if you didn't wear Sitka, what what else are you gonna wear? Like, there's yeah. no other company out there that makes stuff like that. No, no, or like quality stuff like that. Like. You're gonna go by Drake, but that's I mean it's shit. Yeah. That's that's or literally my next thought. Yeah, that's I don't my know. next thought on like if you're not wearing Sitka, Drake, but then Drake's not even relevant in my mind. Yeah, exactly. I mean the banded stuff is all right, but I don't know. It it just seems like the quality is Sitka. Like Yeah. Nothing else even compares to it. Mm-mm. No, I mean I guess that Kuyu, like that big oh, game yeah. stuff, that's yeah. pretty nice. But yeah. yeah, they have they have some nice stuff. Yeah. yeah, but they really focus on like big game hunting. Yeah, for sure. That's like their bread and butter, their big game shit. Yeah, but I mean, their stuff is super nice. I mean, they're, I, yeah, all their stuff is super nice because the the well, the owner of it, um, Jason Harrison, or like creator he passed away but oh okay he would want to say he was partners with jonathan the owner of sitka they like worked together at sitka building products and then he went off to go start his own deal which is kuyu oh okay so i think that's kind of the story behind that right but i mean both really really quality brands dude that Jason Harrison, like, I guess, so he was a professional football player and then got, what's that brain um, thing that they get, that, like, brain injury that they get, like, CTE or something? Right? Yeah, yeah, I think it is, yep. Yeah, like, concussion stuff. Yep. And then, like, you go, like, you go crazy or whatever and you want to, like, kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you get hit in the head. Yeah. And, dude, he was, like, on a sheep hunt or something. And just jumped off the cliff. Oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. It was intense. Really? Like, fucking was with all of, like, was with a bunch of buddies and then, like, a couple guides. And then just jumped off the cliff. Wow. Yeah. He just had this. Yeah. Like, that's how, dude, that's so fucked up to watch that. Yeah, dude. That, that is unbelievable. I got a buddy. He, he's been guiding forever, uh, Brandon Hudson, and he had a guy that had a gun go off in a blind and shot his arm off or something like that. Like, jeez. I couldn't imagine, like, just being on that hunt, like, being the guide for that. Like, what do you yeah. even do? Like, call the ambulance? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just shot this off. Like, it's laying on the ground. Like, oh I, would, I would freak out. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Wait, so the guide shot the guy's arm off? Or I think they were hunting in like a pit blind or something. It was a long, long time ago. Yeah. And uh, like a gun tipped over or something and it shot a guy's arm off. Hmm. Yeah. Dude, 
I, yeah, literally just have to I, call I mean, well, him. I, I don't even know yeah, what I do. I, I would start freaking out. Call, uh, I think I would just call 911 and just be like, I tell them where you're at and what happened. And yeah. Stand there and uh, and watch, I guess. Oh my god, that'd be. Yeah. I would lose my mind. Or yeah, I. The this the thing about the A frame too is they do guns slide dude so much in the A frames when you're yeah, hunting with people. I I on I I hate hunting out of A frames. Absolutely hate it. It's so sketchy, dude. It's so like unless you have the things like on the top, yeah, where your gun move like it's so easy like if the wind picks up your gun is going to tip over and if yep. it went off shoot the dog which is right there yep or your buddy <laughs> yeah that... i don't know they're really dangerous like at least like layout lines or like laying of layout chairs and decoys like at least the guns are all facing one way yeah yeah it's such so. a fucking like i that, I, I bought that is all like the... by far <laughs> what's that i bought all the things for like all my uh a frames because i'm like guys okay, yeah. can't fucking i'm not trying to have a gun fall like it, exactly dude it's nothing to fuck around with like nope. it, in the foot foot second like somebody could be dead or have a limb shot off like yeah oh but what were you saying i try to every morning before i start guiding i try, even if it's the same group i've had for a week i hmm. try to give a safety speech every time oh you have like you you have to, especially conservation season when everyone has 10 or more shells in their gun. Like, they want to fucking shoot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've seen it a couple times where people get barrels crossed and shit like that. Like, it's nothing to mess around with, that's for sure. No, yeah. People just, yeah, people need to realize, don't get... That's the thing with those guys. I mean, like, you're bringing somebody out. Uh, it's like their first time or whatever time, like, they're always yeah. so pumped to be out there and then like their brain just doesn't think for like whatever yeah. it is and then they just fuck up and then it's like you just gotta run that through their head on do not do this do not do this yeah yeah or just try to give them a reminder every once in a while but yeah I don't know it's crazy yeah it can be there can be some sketch shit that could happen I mean if you're not careful out there like yeah no doubt I mean, you gotta be. You're messing around with guns. I mean, you gotta be careful. And people that like are not experienced. I mean, we when we were hunting. Some dudes like literally were pulling guns out of their boxes. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't waterfall done before, but like, this is gonna be sweet. I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. we're gonna run. You Those through. groups can always be the best people, though. Like, oh, yeah. If you don't, you know, if you don't have good hunts or whatever like my thing is as long as you talk to them and make them feel like your friends like in the blind even if you have never met each other yeah you're gonna have a good time yeah oh exactly and then shooting birds just an add-on to that like yeah, yeah. that's that's I, the way i, I, like I really strive like when i guide i just i really try to make relationships with clients stuff like that you know yeah. like it it's pretty awkward and you're just sitting there and nobody says anything and you know what i mean like yeah I'd rather, I'd rather sit there and have a conversation with you than sit there and look at you and wait for birds to come, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're not bullshitting, like, what's the point yeah. of that? Yeah, if you're not bullshitting, you're not hunting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and everybody goes there to, like, for the experience 
for the fun and all that kind of stuff. And so, I mean, if yeah. you're just not talk or whatever, that just ruins the experience even more. In my for opinion, sure. like if I was a guy, he wasn't talking much or fucking, I don't know. I would just be like, all right, well, I guess, yeah. I guess this isn't it. All right, I don't know. That's just always a yeah. fun thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, no doubt. That's fun. Can't complain about that. Guy, yeah. like, it's always a treat. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've done it from November till April. The last three winters. So yeah. Been it's been a good time. I really enjoy it. What made you get into it? Or what? Why? Why did you want to get into it? On a, I really don't know. Like, I I have a buddy. Uh, that lives pretty close to me, Nick Marsies. He yeah. works oh, at yeah. Dirty Bird, Dirty Bird Outfitters with me. He's a beauty. And uh, yeah, dude, I he, I love him. He's he a is, beauty. He's a beauty for sure. <laughs> but uh, when I was super young, before I had any decoys, shit like that, like he lived in Valley City, which is 15 miles from my house. And yeah, he took me snow goose hunting and duck hunting a couple times, and I was young. Pretty much since then, I've just been hooked on it. Like. Every mo- every dollar I had, I put to buying decoys or calls, yeah, shit like that. Like, it's just been my thing. Like, I used to be big into fishing and stuff, but just over the years, I've gotten more into waterfall hunting, more into it, more into it. Now I have everything you could possibly imagine. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you've ever ran into my buddies up in Fargo, um, like the Smack Mount George guys. Oh yeah, dude! I hunted a bunch of them guys last year. Oh really? Yeah, we had a bunch of killer hunts. I. I was actually on that 134 with them. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. Fair enough. Yeah, dude. We, I, I think we hunted probably four or five days in a row, like, throughout them a couple days. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we hunted up in Hillsborough the day before that hunt. Got, like, 60 or 70 honkers. Yeah. And that next morning, we shot that 134 with the two bands. Yep. And I don't know. I hunted every day. From that point on, till like I went to Texas. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. And it, it was unbelievable. Like last fall in North Dakota, it was, it was some killer hunt. I was for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah. We went up and hunted with them up in Hillsboro on that same field. Got like, oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking like 60 or something out of there. Yeah, dude. That field got hunted so many times. Like, oh, yeah. Every time, I think I went up there three times. We shot the fuck out of them every time. <laughs> they milked the fuck out of that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we hunted a couple times in early season together, a couple times for hawkers. It was, yeah, I got to know them boys pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good shit. They're fucking Yeah, hilarious. for sure. Colin's the weird motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, you got to hear that. So, we were going way up north of Grand Forks to hunt one night. Yeah. And we were going north on I-29, and I had my trailer on the back of my pickup, and I had my cruise set at, like, 85. Yeah. And they go flying past me with their pickup. And I put my truck down. Like, we were going side by side probably 100 miles an hour for a couple miles. And, uh, like, I see this white car in the ditch up ahead. And I'm like, oh, fuck, state trooper. <laughs> so I hammer on the brake. And they just kept going. Like, they were going at least 100 when they went by the top. Oh my God. Of course, they get pulled over. <laughs> and I think you got a ticket of, like, 75 bucks. Something like that. I was like, "How did you not get your license pulled?" Like, yeah, unbelievable. I'm guessing that was probably Dustin. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dustin's yeah. always been a speed demon in that. Dude, I think 
Yeah, they were making a YouTube video like when they got pulled over and shit. I'm pretty sure you could find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we shot like uh, 40 some honkers that night too. Oh, really? so it was a pretty good day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first time I met Dustin, we were going to hunt this like little pond or something. We met up with him at, met up with him at a gas station. He's got yeah. this super old BMW with new strapped on top of it. <laughs> And it's fucking like, God, what's the, like, what's that kind of paint called where it's just like a super shitty, like it makes your car look. Uh, like flat paint or uh, like flat? God, what the fuck? Yeah, so, I don't know. Whatever makes your car look super shitty. Like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Dustin's just, dude, he's like, all right, follow me and we're going to run to the spot. I'm like, all right, sounds good. And he's going like 120 the entire way. And I'm like trying to keep up with my truck. I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm going to get pulled over for this, like rip through the city. <laughs> and ever since then, dude, it's been it's been a wild ride with that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a fun group of guys. I mean, are you yeah, going no to, doubt. Are you going to Squad Fest? I, I think so, actually. I think me and Matt Peel and Nick Marcy are going to go together. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, although I don't know, it kind of depends. I um uh, I grow a bunch of alfalfa okay. during the summer too, so if I'm busy with that, probably won't be able to make it. Yeah, but we'll see what the weather does. Yeah, oh, I hear you. That's pretty much farming in a nutshell. We'll see what the weather does. Yeah, what do you want for the farming? What do you want for the weather to do? I would, I would love some more rain. We are still. I mean, we're pretty wet now, like today, but in a couple of days we'll be dry again. Yeah. Like, we've been in a, like, a severe drought area for shit, like, all spring, all winter. Yeah. Like, we had multiple wildfires. Well, not wildfires, but, like, people would throw a cigarette out the window and the ditch would start on fire. Jeez. Yeah. Like, it was, it was super, super dry here for a long time. Yeah. But we got some rain last night, so everything is starting to green up and uh, looking pretty good, actually. Yeah. That's good. Then. Yeah. So, even like, I mean, around us, they had a severe no burning uh, oh, yeah. thing going on. Like, yeah. I mean, shit, they yeah, probably I still like, do. I mean, like, every week, if we could get a half inch, three quarters of an inch of rain, like, we'd be doing real good. Yeah. But usually we just get two inches or a half inch, something like that. It's either like too much or not enough. Yeah. Oh, that's what it always seems like. Yeah, you guys, what are you doing with the alfalfa? Do you just cut that up all summer long and then just bail Yeah, it? I, uh, I, I sell it to, uh, like, big dairy operations, South Dakota, Minnesota, yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, I grow about 150 acres of that, make it into round bales, yeah. try to sell it for high-quality feed. How much you sell a round bale for? Um, Last year, I was selling it for anywhere 90 to 120 bucks a bale. Oh. Fair. Oh. So, yeah. Don't hate that. And then I, I also do a bunch of grass hay in the summertime as well. Road ditches. Uh, I got a couple of pastures that I do. Mm. So, I usually put up about mm, anywhere from three to 4,000 bales every year. Oh, wow. That's so, you. Yeah. And I do some corn stocks in the fall. Uh, yeah, you like silent? Getting some uh, We don't there. do any stock. We actually don't have any cows. I just sell it all for 
uh, guys that have cows, you know? Yeah. Well, so, my dad, he used to have about 150 head and um, sold all them. And now I just put up hay for custom. Fair enough. Do you ever consider getting cows? Hell no. Why is that? Dude, cows, <laughs> if you want to work every single day of the year, get cows. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you're okay with staying home all the time and doing nothing but work, then yeah, get some cows. But I don't know, like farming, you can go do stuff like harvest and springs work is kind of a set stone time. But yeah. like, you never know if your cows are going to get out. Like, they could be 10 miles away from your pasture and you'd never know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so, I don't know. When I was, when I was young, we had, like, my, like I said, my dad had about 150 head. I don't know. It seemed like we were always doing something with the cows or it just makes for a lot of work when you farm and ranch, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you were, we've just, you know, we've kind of got out of the, like the cow side of it, got into more farmland, more, more everything with the farm. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Like I was, I was over in Winifred, Montana. Um, my buddy, his family owns a ranch out there and they okay. were talking about like, their cattle that they have um and like they have they have people that run it out there and whatnot um but then we went out there like fixed fence and like did a bunch of shit did like like moved a bunch of dirt made like a yeah. couple new driveways or like paths whatever fucking bunch of fence had to put in a bunch of corner posts and stuff oh yeah but like they were talking about if because some of their land like they they have like fifty thousand acres, but then like twenty thousand it twenty thousand is like leased BLM land. Oh yeah. And so like they have to work with like the bureau land management to like figure out yeah. when their cows can be in that pasture and like whatnot. Right. And if they don't have like if a cow's out of that pasture, it's like a thousand like a thousand bucks a day or something. Yeah. Really? Some, it was something crazy, like, maybe more than that, but it's like some yeah. huge fine. That, so like, they're out there checking cows every day and making yeah. sure fence is good. Yeah. And like, if you have, yeah. like, dude, if you had 50 cows get out and it's a thousand bucks a day. Hell yeah, that's a hell of a fine. Yeah. Like, and let's say they go run down the valley. That's some bitching takes you two days, three days to get them back yeah. up. 150 mm-hmm. grand is fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the market is good for having cows and shit like that, but like I said, it's just a lot of work. Like yeah. it's every day, all day long, and especially if you were to farm as well. Like that's a whole other occupation that you need to take care of. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So, Always the guys that shit. do both. The guys that do both are some tough motherfuckers. That's for <laughs> sure. I can imagine. Yeah, that'd be a lot of work. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And then during the winter, you guys fix it back up, getting ready for Yeah, we do a lot of maintenance and... in the shop. Yeah. Uh, work on combine, planters, um, everything. Yeah. So we try to uh, we try to get a lot of maintenance done before we actually need the machine so yeah. we can run it hard while we, when we need it, you know? Yeah, well, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, I, uh, that's, that's definitely a sweet gig you got going on. I yeah, for sure. It works out pretty damn good. Can't complain about that. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, dude, if you're down in Squad Fest, let me know. We'll have to fucking yeah, catch up. Yeah, for sure. Up. I'll uh I'll keep in touch to 
Yeah. I know there's you want to come on and hunt this fall or something like that? Feel free, man. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Dude, you got to come, come check on. out the new lodge, something like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Come, uh, come to a live podcast out there. Hell yeah. That'd be badass. Be the way to do it. That's what I'm going to try to try to do this upcoming year. Um, like, yeah. Or even, uh, if you're going to be in Amarillo again. I'll be there. And yeah. Have I, some fun there. Oh, dude. Yeah. That place is black. Like, yeah, dude. Amarillo. Oh, yeah. And with Toby and all them, like, it's fucking hilarious. Like, For sure. Dude, I am looking forward to that. Like, we are going to have a riot of the season. Dude, that group is fucking hilarious. Like, Zach wasn't there when I was down there. Holt wasn't down there. So it was just Justice, Nick, Chan, and then Jay. Okay. And, yeah, dude, they're all, they're all fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. That's for damn sure. Yeah, dude, we'll definitely have to catch up because I know. Well, Toby mentioned something about me coming down next year, so hopefully I can run back down there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And then fucking fuck around for a few days. Yeah. Drink some shit. And yeah. The drill. Shoot the shit out of some birds. Shoot the shit out of some birds. Can't complain about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but um. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, I suppose better get back to work or something. <laughs> something around those lines. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. But uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. That was yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, we'll have to stay in touch and uh, figure something out. Because I know for I'll, sure. I'll be up in North Dakota probably like twice next, well, the two weeks I get. I'll for sure be up there. and then. Hell yeah. Well, all are happy, man. If you want to stop by or whatever, hang out. Yeah. We're welcome. Absolutely, brother. Well, thanks once again, and I'll talk to you later. All righty, man. We'll catch you later. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.